and we are live with the August No Break Sports Show. I am one of your co-hosts at Pavona, once again joined alongside Andrew Johnson and Grayson Sheepy G Marino. And guys, what a crazy week of college football we have. A major shakeup in the AP poll, some stunning upsets, and all in all, some great offenses we saw this past weekend. What a week in college football. Yeah, no, absolutely. College football was loaded this weekend. Lots of great games. A uh, couple games we're going to get into tonight are Tennessee and Alabama, Michigan, Penn State, the Sooners, bouncing back versus Kansas, just to name a few. But crazy games, AP poll, seeing names that you think would never get in the top 15, but we'll get into that later today. <laughs> I'm looking forward to this. Yeah, you're right. I mean, definitely one of the craziest weeks we have. I mean, Johnson, we talked about it last week coming into the week. We knew that this was going to be a hell of a week come the, uh, this past weekend, and it did not fail expectations whatsoever. And you said it, that Alabama-Tennessee game, let's just kick it off from right there. I mean, that started this entire crazy week. You had Alabama Crimson Tide going into Knoxville to take on Tennessee. A huge game for both these teams. Tennessee trying to prove that they are going to be a new powerhouse in the SEC. And you saw offensively, they showed that firepower in the first half, outscoring Alabama, going into the half 28-20 with the lead. They did eventually blow the lead. They had an 18-point lead at one point. Did blow it. Alabama did come back to take the lead going into the fourth quarter. But at the end of the day, the Volunteers pulling off what a lot of people would consider a major upset. They knock off Alabama 52-49. to it's the most points Alabama has given up since 1907. So definitely a lot of history being made in this game, but a hell of a win for Tennessee as they proved that maybe they are for, are for real team in this year's college football playoff. Um, Jalen Hyatt, Jalen Hyatt, Jalen Hyatt. Um, Alabama might want to attempt to stop the man. Might have actually helped them win this um, game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind of a Randy Moss game against you know that's kind of that Randy Moss performance when he played the Cowboys on Thanksgiving, where every catch he had was basically going for a touchdown. I mean, six catches, two hundred seven yards, five touchdowns on the day. You're right, Grayson. If they could have stopped him, maybe Bama has a chance in this game. But obviously, they did not stop him, and that's credit to also his quarterback Hendon Hooker, who again has proven that he might be the Heisman candidate, and he might be the favorite to win the Heisman at the current moment. He's number two behind C.J. Stroud. I don't know. I, I think I put Hendon Hooker in there right now because he's giving you that running ability also. Yes, Ohio State is also undefeated, but I think Tennessee has done has a more impressive start to the season than Ohio State has had. Oh, 100%. But, I mean, uh, just based solely off the preseason rankings, they're going to keep Stroud at number one. Now, Nick, a couple of things I want to get into with this Alabama game. Uh, we need to talk about the Alabama defense looking so Ooh. strong to start the year. And we start seeing nobody. the pieces. The wheels kind of fall apart. This kind of pieces drop off. You had Viscara versus Arkansas, but they snap back into it. Okay. Then they play an offensively challenged team in Texas A&M, and they almost let them win pretty much the game. A&M was, a play, yeah, A&M was a play away from winning that game. So you had, you had the cracks in the foundation where you saw, okay, this Alabama defense, you know, maybe they're gassed because Bryce Young wasn't in half the Arkansas, Arkansas game and he wasn't in the entire a game. Maybe they're just on the field board. But they have no excuses right now because Bryce Young throws for over 450 yards this game. 
this is unacceptable. This is the Alabama defense lost them this game, and it's probably going to cost them a national championship because unless uh, Alabama runs, unless no. Alabama runs the table from here on out, they're not making the. They're, they're well, not making the football. We've playoff. certainly seen this before from Alabama, where they were to lose a game during the you know regular season, they still can make the playoff. They've done it before, and I wouldn't been. be and I wouldn't be surprised if they do it again. I, they do have a big game this upcoming weekend with Mississippi State. That will be another challenging game for this defense because Mississippi State is a very, very good offensive team. They did have a slip-up against Kentucky this week, so we'll see how they bounce back from that. But, yeah, I mean, Bama has to pick up right where they left off from this game. They have to get better defense or else you're right. They're going to have no chance of making the college football playoff this season, and you're going to see a team like potentially Tennessee taking that second, you know, you usually Ole see two SEC Maybe Ole Miss. I mean, Ole Miss did look a little scary this week against Auburn. They did not really play that well. Auburn's back, baby. Tank big Back yeah, packing. Okay. Yeah, okay. The <laughs> only thing, that, the only thing that's joke. back is, that uh, is a Bryce, pure joke. The only thing that's back is Bryce Hartson's back leaving uh, Brian De- – uh, not Brian Denny. Um, what's that? What's this, what's the stadium called? Jordan Hare. Jordan Hare, thank you. His back leaving Jordan Hare as he's getting his walking papers at the end of the season. No, but yes. on a serious note, Alabama's probably losing to Ole Miss at the end of the season. Uh, really? I could see that uh, definitely happening. I, I, I'm bro, gonna go I don't – With the way Alabama – if you really look at Alabama's schedule, if you sit there and dive into it, when they've played semi-decent teams, they've either – well, I mean, they lost to a good Tennessee team – but they struggled against an AM team that was borderline incompetent offensively. Yes. Arkansas, they really played a very bad, very bad three quarters. Granted, they had a good fourth quarter, but I mean, they're going to Ole Miss. Like, uh, it's not going to be I, an I easy game. One, I will agree. I will say one thing though: if I if there's any college coach. In the SEC or in college football in general, that can fix this team by the end of the year, it's going to be Nick Saban. But I agree with that to an extent. But at the same time, like I said, when you're looking, I mean, we'll see. If they struggle again against Mississippi State, I'm locking in. Honestly, they might fuck up and lose to LSU. Mm, I mean, yeah, no. <laughs> no. LSU am, might be Florida this week. They're, they're, they're not there yet. I'm saying this. With, I am not confident about this Alabama team. I think anything to probably about their their last two games of the season are losable games. All three of those games, they're home against Mississippi State, which in reality they should win, but, I mean, anything's possible there. They're at LSU and then at Ole Miss. Like, <laughs> so, they, they might lose two of those games. So – Moving on, let's also talk about teams that have potential frauds. Penn State absolutely getting stomped by Michigan. Penn State at Michigan, they started off the year 5-0. I'm going to pretend to act like we all didn't know that they were already frauds. They oh, barely beat oh, Northwestern. Oh, buddy, buddy. I've been, ca- I've been saying this since day one, that Penn State was not a top wow. 10 team. They're, they're who, who fought you on that? Because it definitely wasn't either of oh, us. It was definitely, it was definitely you. Really? You're you said you could. You funny. said you could. You said a couple weeks ago that you could. I could see them lose. One hundred percent. You could easily see but, Michigan losing to Penn State. Yeah, because I Michigan's said there was absolutely, absolutely no chance that Michigan was losing to Penn State. That's fine. Penn, Penn but, State gets stomped out. Well, you gotta admit, Johnson. I mean, Penn State's defense in the first half—they were keeping them in this game for sure. They had I, the I, pick I, six. I, 
as per usual. If Penn State, if Michigan doesn't make those second half adjustments, Penn State easily could have won this game. Michigan just ran the ball really well. And on top of all that, we continue to see the fact that Penn State is not good offensively, as if like we didn't know. Well, Well, I think it's more of their hat on their defense. They had let up three hundred and I think ninety-seven rushing yards. To begin the season through the first couple of through their first oh, five. Yeah, 100%. Games. Michigan rushes with 118, we'll, runs all over them. We'll look at their schedule. Like, of course, well, they're is, not going to give up yards. This is okay. also the fact that James Franklin is a fraud. Has been very, I want to say he's a fraud. He's a good coach, but when it comes he's to the game, he's a mid coach. He's a mid coach. He's a good coach because look where Penn State was before he got there. I mean, I just want to point out that Penn State they had has one not won good a year with Bill O'Brien, then he left, and then Penn State became bad again. Penn State has not won a game versus a top 10 ranked opponent since 2016. This is what it I'm is, trying to say. It has been he's mid this year. No, he's a good coach, but when it comes to big game situations, it just sees Penn State doesn't, you know, hasn't really done anything since the days of Saquon Barkley. That just face that, that's just straight facts. But let's talk about the two headed speaking of that rushing attack, let's talk about the two headed monster between Donovan Edwards and I believe his name is Blake Corum. Yep. Combining for over 320 yards on the ground on about 45 different carries. I, I can't say anything better about that. Every time it looked, just breaking free, going to find the right hole, there was nothing this Michigan defense, that, this Penn State defense could stop this Michigan no, offense. It, they it ran was strictly won in the trenches. Like, that game was won. And that's going to be Michigan's Michigan key because, let's face facts, Michigan has not been synonymous with good quarterback play nope. in a while. So, if Michigan's going to have any hope of making the college football playoff, it's going to come down to that running game. And they need that two-headed monster to keep them going throughout the rest of the season. They have some very winnable games up, you know, the next couple of weeks. A tough game before they go to Ohio State against an Illinois team that has been surprising a lot of people this season. But obviously, if they're able to win out and then go to Ohio State, you know, that's going to be the biggest game because that will prove is Michigan actually the team that we think that they are or are they just the team that we expect them to be with them losing all that talent on the defensive side from last season. It's certainly going to be really interesting to see how Michigan develops throughout the season. They do have a couple of big tests beforehand. Obviously, they have to play Ohio State, which is never an easy game, no matter what, no matter how good you possibly are. Ohio State is never an easy game. And it's going to be interesting. Where is that game? Is that game? That's at Ohio State. That's at Ohio State this year. You're wild. <laughs> there goes your postseason. Let's see and, yeah, the way the season's gone, I, I wouldn't put anything up. I wouldn't say anything. I think it's – you never know. It's going to be interesting. I want to see how, how Ohio State does against Iowa this week. Obviously, Iowa um, – I've seen peewee teams that have better offense than Iowa, but their defense is top 10 in the nation still. It's going to be an interesting test to see how Ohio State's offense matches up against the uh, Hawkeye defense. Top 10 in the – where are you getting that stat? Listen, if you take a look at all the advanced stats and look all the regular who the stats, fuck they've played. I can't. You can't. You can't. I, I mean, what are you going to tell them? You're going you to. You, you play your schedule, you bro. Play your schedule, bro. Like they're not a good defense. Stop letting. Stop leading yourself to believe it. Listen, Michigan just ran over Penn State for 41 points. They only gave up 27 points to Michigan. Only gave up nine points to Illinois. They're they're a good defense. <laughs> they're not. They're not. They are not a good defense. I'm so, okay, so what, are you, what are you basing it off of? So let me get this straight. You tried to defend the West Virginia defense earlier in the West, year. 
No, yes, yeah, Johnson, we, Johnson, we, oh, Johnson, we, Johnson, we know me, he, we know he was capping on that. We all knew that. I am biased as fuck. Yeah, he's, yeah, you, you can't, you can't trust him with I'm anything when it comes to West Virginia. Hold on. If you look yards per game, right? If this is just a slow stat, right? Oh, I'm still looking for Iowa. Let's keep scrolling and scrolling and scrolling. I can tell you what it is. We're 17th in the nation in total yards per game. Yeah. Okay. Uh, playing against one of the worst schedules I have ever fucking seen. I know, but then if they give up, yeah, but then if they give up those yards against those terrible teams, then you're going to say they have a bad defense anyway. But my point is, is that you can't call them a top 10 defense. Statistically, they, they, play I mean, statistically, statistically they, are. they are. I don't give a fuck. Play the eye test. I'm sorry. There is is, Iowa, is Illinois good? Yes or no? No. Illinois is not good. Nope. How is Illinois not good? They are not a good football team. Sorry six, to tell you. They're Hold six on. and look, one right now. Look at again. Look at these schedules. You Did you just say not, Auburn? You're going to give Illinois good. You're going to give them crap for beating the Big Ten. Let me finish my point. Okay. They played an Indiana team. Mid. This is what I'm trying to say. Hold on. This is what I'm trying to say. Are you giving them credit for saying? being their conference opponents? That's perfectly fine. But when you have, when you sit there and look at these teams, are you going to tell me Minnesota is a good team? They're decent. It's not. They're, they're the, an average team. The the, point, but you can't convince me that they're a solid defense or that they're a good team until you face quality opponents. And I understand that's the like, Power five team, though. The fact, the power five means dick. That's the problem these, with the Big Ten. There's only two good teams. Exactly. So you can't so you're basing it, defense. So, so you're basically basing it off of, of, of however they play yeah, against Michigan and Ohio State. Okay, Nick. But by that, you know. But then standing. you're going to say that for the other conferences, too. You can say that for every conference of football. 100%. But I'm telling you, wait, if you're going to – so what? You're going to tell me Boise State's a top-10 defense? Play in the, play in the uh, Mountain a, West. A, hold, hold on. I want to point this out. You're trying to compare a non-Power 5 school fine, fine, whoa, fine. to Power you're going 5. To tell me, whoa, whoa, fine. You're going to tell me Rutgers is a top-10 defense? Rutgers doesn't have a top ten defense. But, I'm not claiming know. Rutgers has a top ten defense. Fine, we'll, we'll continue to go. Uh, let's see, NC State are they a top ten defense? I would have to take a look at it in front of me. NC State is a very good football team, though. Fine. Would you say fucking Iowa State's a top ten defense? Uh, Iowa State is a decent team, but are they a top ten defense? I would have. I can't say no a lot about the look. Iowa State go, defense. Go take a look at their stats and tell me if they're a top ten defense. And I mean, then your argument is irrelevant. To be because, fair, they're playing the Big Twelve. It doesn't play defense at all. But that's oh, that's besides but, the point. Oh, but wait, by your standards, if you look at their, you know, yards, I'm kind of looking look at, at it right now. They've okay, actually look, had some pretty decent games. But hold on, look, look at their schedule, right? And then compare it to Iowa's schedule. Who's got a better schedule so far? Uh, depends on how you feel about Baylor. Uh huh. Baylor, they've only played was what four ranked opponents this season. I mean, I'm I'm looking at Iowa State's actual what they've been doing. They've actually had made them doing pretty good defensively. So I will say, they've been an average defensive team. I'm sorry to tell you. The problem is, Grayson, there's not many good defenses in college football. I understand that. But you can't sit there and tell me you watch Iowa and be like, oh, this is a top 10 defense in the country. Because I refuse to believe it. Getting very angry for this conversation. No, I am because I'm sick and tired of this argument. It's a fucking horrible argument. 
But you again, play you're, your you're, schedule. You play what's yeah, if you I hold don't the, understand if you that. play your I'm schedule not, oh and if you no, hold no, your I know what he's Johnson. I know what scoring. he's I know what he's oh saying. His argument is uh, he gets that you're saying you play your schedule, but he's saying based off their schedule, they are not that top ten defense. Like, I mean, take a look what they did against Michigan, man. I mean, they had a really <laughs> Are you gonna say Michigan's bad offense? Tell me Michigan's oh bad offense God. right now. Tell me very bad offense. Tell no, me Michigan no, is bad. Said, to his argument, your argument is that let them see how they play against top, top competition. They played that, against Michigan, so then that's perfectly fine. And hold, what? How'd that game go? I'm looking. Give me. A, I, I want to confirm. Take, take before a look. I, take a look. Take okay. A look. First off, how many of those drives did Michigan miss opportunities? If I'm if I'm remembering this game correctly. It's possible I'm not. I'm not going to say I have a fojang memory. But at the same time, when I sit there and I remember watching this game, which I did watch this game, by the way, was that Michigan missed a ton of wide-open opportunities in this game and dropped passes. I'm not going to give that to the Iowa defense as credit. Oh, I trust me. I watched that game. It was the Iowa defense. It was not. You're bugging. Okay, so we yeah, are we, at point, we are at we are at the point where either uh, Michigan is bad offensively and they miss wide open passes all the time, or no, Iowa is bad. You can't have a bad game. Like I'm, I, I, can't, I can't. Iowa is a good defense. I don't know what to tell you. But they're not. I, you watch uh, Big Twelve football, but you tried to tell us early in the event that West Virginia was a good defense. So I, I said if that anyone I is going biased. to say I, I admit whatever. Oh you had God. a whole 15 minute conversation trying to defend that Pittsburgh game. I'm not going to sit here and try let you shit on on Iowa when you want to hold a bat for West wait, Virginia. Wait, you know what? I'm going I'll give you this. If West Virginia plays Iowa's schedule outside of maybe that Michigan game, they have the same exact fucking stats. I highly doubt that. I actually 100% agree with I that. I really highly doubt that. You're well, the team that loved 55 points to Kansas. Who Kansas was just absolutely rolling until they lost their starting quarterback. But, okay, that's fine. Well, since you brought up Kansas, let's bring up that game against Oklahoma. In which, yes, Kansas does lose their starting quarterback. Jason Bean had to start for the Jayhawks this week, and... You know, not a bad game from him. Did throw two costly interceptions, which is going to be realistically the difference of this game. Does throw four touchdowns, but Oklahoma does get a big win thanks to Dylan Gabriel throwing for 400 yards. Eric Gray rushes for 176 yards and two touchdowns. Oklahoma does get a much-needed win, 52-42. to First conference win of the year for the Sooners. Tough break for the Jayhawks. I mean, obviously, things are going their way. Had a chance to be TCU the previous week, but obviously they lose Jalen Daniels. He's now out for the season. Beans the quarterback for the rest of the way, but they, you know, just cannot get anything going defensively against the Sooners. They're going to struggle the rest of the year. I mean, uh, the lack of quarterback. I mean, I don't think Beans terrible, but like, I don't think he's certainly uh, not the standard of yeah, what not, Daniels he, was. Yeah, he's not Daniels. I mean, it, it sucks because I actually like the way that they were playing, and I mean, Oklahoma. I feel like was also on a revenge tour. I mean. I think mean, they just got blown the fuck out by Texas. I think that they were too. really, yeah. I think they were really aggravated going into this game and took I mean, advantage of, you know, a backup quarterback and being home again and having to show face after getting absolutely mollywopped by Texas. I'm going to say one thing about Oklahoma and one thing only. Even though they won this game, I'm going to quote the great John Bradshaw Layfield. Uh, 
Oklahoma's thinking about going to the SEC. They might want to try going to the MAC. That might be more of a speed. Even though they beat Kansas here, backup quarterback still kind of scoring on them like this, uh, it's not going to get better for Oklahoma. Oh, I agree. 100% agree. Yeah, uh, Oklahoma's they, they, still really bad Oklahoma defensively. Oklahoma still recruits like crazy. I mean. But, I mean, new head coach, I mean, that, will that affect the recruiting? I don't know. We'll see. I think that's something because Lincoln that's, Riley uh, definitely had something to do with that. Oh yeah, Lincoln Riley's a great recruiter. There's no doubt about it. Well, I think no one really dreams of playing at Oklahoma. They really dream for playing for Lincoln Riley. I think that's. Fair I disagree to say. with that. I severely that's that's a very uh, storied program in college football. Yeah, no, sure, a lot of people but, like to play sure, football. Sure, yeah, you can make that argument. But how many storied programs are more storied than Oklahoma? Mm, not many. <laughs> I mean, I'd venture to say about it. I'd venture to say about ten. That's I'll try to think of history wise. Bama, Notre Dame, Notre Dame, USC, the U, Ohio State. Technically, but the U was the U lost all their recruiting. The U was like, the, top, I, the U in like the eighties or nineties. The, the U lost. The U the fell U off lost. the last twenty years. Well, the, yeah. once, they, once they got rid of the Orange Bowl, that that sealed their deal of. Everything. Would you argue Penn State's more story than Oklahoma? Absolutely not. When it comes to recruiting, not no, when it comes to recruiting. I'm just saying overall, like history story and... program. No, Oklahoma. I don't 100%. know. You had, taking... Joe, you had Joe Paterno for all those years. I don't care what you say. They were what, good in the seventies and eighties too. Like, scandal with really... him, it's still Joe Paterno. Everyone wanted to play for him. I understand that. Oklahoma's you... definitely top ten, but it's, I, I'm trying to think. I, I don't know. I, I would say they're fringe top ten. I would say they're like around no, the. They're, 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 top they're definitely top ten. All time. Texas is definitely top ten too. Oh yeah. Okay, what you say about Texas? Texas is hundred percent top ten. It's not. I would I would put Oklahoma over, uh, Texas though. If I'm being honest. Uh over the last fifteen years, sure. Yeah, I, I don't know. Texas has. I mean, some... you also like had all those years. Michigan under... also was another team too. Uh, but uh, is Michigan's football Michigan, program no, Michigan. storied yes. compared to yes. Oklahoma? Yes. I don't know about that. Michigan's one has one of the is the one of the most winningest teams in college football history. I... But how long have they been in existence? A long time. <laughs> I mean. No, Michigan, uh, Michigan's top ten. Anyone that says that Michigan isn't top ten, I'll, I'll have Michigan in my top fifteen for sure. No, they're top. Like, 10. You're, 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 no, you cannot say Michigan's uh, not top ten. That's one of the most historic programs in college football, and I and we know there are Michigan haters, and they they've been playing since eighteen seventy nine. Yeah, they they have God. been playing for a while. They are definitely top ten. Yeah, I, I'm just saying. I mean, I, I think there's a whole lot of, and honestly, this is obviously not counting the last twenty years, but Nebraska's history. Oh yeah, but Nebraska. But again, I put Nebraska. Nebraska no, I would. No one would actually go. Yeah, well, I put Nebraska. I put Nebraska in the same argument as Miami. They've just lost what they had. Yeah, yeah I, I would say that's correct. Yeah, like. They're in that same category of like a very storied program, but lost their roots. Yeah, I would say you could argue. I would, I, I would rank Oklahoma probably eight to ten. 
I think that'd be fair. I don't yeah. know where you rank them, but they're in the top ten for sure. They're definitely a top ten program. Yeah. yeah, but going forward in the SEC could kill their program. Um, I actually disagree with that. I think if anything, it enhances their program. I said the same thing about Oklahoma that they said about Texas. You can have the fan base, you can have the recruits, but eventually, if you just keep on losing over and over again, how much longer people could be able to willing and able to buy into your product, keep going, uh, spending money? I don't know. It's gonna it gets talk tired to, pretty talk soon. To Penn State. <laughs> Yeah, Penn State did it for a couple of years where they were they were a laughing stock and they're still trying to recover from it. So it, a couple of years definitely hurts. Yeah, but again, I I don't know. I I think those are programs that no matter what happens to them, they're still going to be a destination for a lot of top recruits. It's how it is. It's how it's going to be. Even so, when they're in their down years, they're still always so, good at recruiting. Staying in the Big 12, TCU making the comeback, defeating OK State. OK State previously ranked 8 in the country, undefeated. You can pretty confidently say that the Big 12 uh, chances at a college football playoff spot are slowly disappearing. OK State was trying to be that team where they could maybe sneak in, but seeming a little bit less and less every day. Nick, give me your thoughts on that game. Well, now it's TCU. I mean, you went from one team to now another team. Now TCU is probably the only hope for the Big 12 to get into the college football playoff. And again, this just comes down to their star playmaker, Max Duggan, the quarterback. He throws 286 yards, two touchdowns. Also had a great game from uh, Kendra Miller, who ran for 104 yards, two touchdowns. And they did a great job. I mean, they they were down pretty big in this game, too. Oklahoma State was cruising to a 17-point lead. Looked like TCU was done. But you got to give TCU credit. Going into the fourth quarter, down 14 points. They come back to tie the game, set it into overtime, and are able to win the game in overtime, in the second overtime, 43-40. to Monster win for the Horned Frogs. They now go into the top 10 of the AP poll. We'll get into that a little bit later. But, yeah, TCU is pretty much the last remaining hope for the Big 12 to have any chance in the – College football playoff this year. I, I, do, I do want to give a shout out to the uh, TCU defense, putting Spencer Sanders in struggle mode all day. Didn't really look like himself out there, missing half his completions, thrown for 245 yards. Yes, it's Big 12, but still a, a lot for college, but for Big 12 defense, 245, maybe not so much. Throwing an interception in that game. Uh, TCU eventually winning in overtime, punching their ticket to stay undefe- to stay undefeated and move up, I believe, rank eight in the AP poll, if not please correct yep. me, Nick. No, they are eight. Uh, with, we'll get into this pack tw- in the Pac-12 later, but uh, it's looking more and more likely that we could see two SEC teams and potentially maybe even two Big Ten teams, out, depending how they play out. Um, are, are you just going to completely ignore Clemson? Uh, yes, Clemson, obviously. Clemson has a big schedule ahead of them. They have a big game coming up this week, which we'll get into later. <laughs> I would definitely put them on upset alert, but yes, you're correct. <sighs> that Clemson definitely is still the uh, I mean, it low top key favorite could, to... Uh, it still could be three SEC teams, honestly. No. Yeah, I, I don't think three SEC teams. I mean, Really? There is uh, a three, universe. Three there SEC is a, teams There is a universe, but Georgia, Tennessee... No. And Alabama all make it. There's, there's a universe. Def- there's there is definitely a, a universe. No. There's, 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 Nick, 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 Nick. There's a universe. You would realize, it's a one, uh, it's a you one realize percent everything would have to, like, everything in the world yeah. would collapse. It's Look, literally a one no, percent this, chance. No, this is exactly, in my vision, how that would happen. If we're going to sit here and play hypothetical. Yeah, the Michigan-Ohio State winner would have to lose to 
Illinois. Yes. Yes. Which is probably not going to happen. Clemson would have to lose the ACC title. Well, Clemson could possibly lose before then. I mean. Sure. Okay. The Pac-12 so, title winner would have to lose because at the rate they're Pac- both. I think the Pac-12 is irrelevant. But because the, I, yeah, I you, have, you have two top ten teams right now. You, you, there's the, no way they're irrelevant. Yeah, neither of them are good. But I don't I th- care if they're good or not. They're still in the no. race. If Oregon beats you, does Oregon play UCLA? Playing them this week. Okay, so if Oregon beats UCLA, right? Georgia loses to Tennessee, right? Where te- no Tennessee loses to Georgia. I'm sorry. Alabama beats Georgia in the SEC championship. Do you think they're going to put Tennessee in there despite losing and not playing in the conference championship week? I don't Dep- think I don't think they get in that way because there's no way. Dep- well, hold on, they beat Alabama, and if they play a tight game against Georgia, it's possible. No, I, they don't reward teams for playing tight against team uh, against. They the do in the league. SEC. No, they're not going to reward them like that. <laughs> I would say it would be a pretty it, big. Really not. It would be a pretty. There is a about a one percent chance, and I'm being a little generous there. At three SEC teams getting two SEC teams, I'd probably give them at fifty percent. I could easily uh, two, see two, two SEC teams will make it before. That, 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 that's not even a question at the rate. Yeah, I would probably. Agree. There's going to be it's... there's most likely going to be two SEC teams because to be honest, I don't. You guys say Alabama could potentially lose to Ole Miss. I don't see a, a chance in hell that that happens. Okay, but if they if they win that game. They're already back into the top five. <laughs> yes, that's what I'm saying. I'm agreeing with you yeah. that there's two teams. And if Tennessee floats as long as they possibly can, I, I'm sorry. I still think if Tennessee plays a really tight game, they yeah. might keep them in. Yeah, we got, I, we got to remember they're also playing a team like Kentucky. I don't want to take anything from, from away from Kentucky because they still have a star caliber quarterback like Will Levis. Oh, no, 100%. That's, they yeah, could easily fall. Oh, uh, but what I'm saying is if they run the table against Kentucky – Lose a tight game at Georgia, they're not going to reward a. They're not going to reward I, them. I don't know how you don't. You can't put three teams. Yes, you can. You can't. There's no law saying you can't. It would be unethical. There really should not be three SEC teams. But if they're three of the top four teams in the country, they deserve to be there. Again, you're you're going to you can't reward a team for losing close. That you. The, the whole oh, point yeah, of college football is to win. What, what are we just going to reward losers? Hold on. But if you're looking at, oh, well, the undefeated teams, right? Okay. Who's left undefeated? You have Georgia. Georgia, Ohio State, Ohio State Tennessee, Tennessee, Michigan, Michigan. Oh, Clemson. All of those teams outside of Clemson have to play another ranked opponent or top five ranked opponent, basically. So, yes. if, by yeah. your logic, no, that I, means I understand, that's I understand at least there's going to be four or five teams I that under- are one losses. That I understand that. Your logic is saying that but what, they are should you, reward huh? Tennessee for, and not move them down because they huh. lost. What I'm, sa- huh. what I'm saying is, say in a hypothetical world, Clemson loses, correct? They, mean, they lose to somebody. Happen, but- if it's not Syracuse, say they lose to somebody else, right? I hate to tell you, I don't know if they're going to lose any other team if it's not Syracuse. Uh, they're not um, losing to Notre Dame. Probably not. Miami, and the rest no. of the schedule, they're not losing to Louisville. They're not losing my. The Syracuse is literally the last line of defense for the ACC. Uh, South Carolina always gives wow, them a tough game. What a game. sentence that is. Give me a goddamn break. South Carolina is not going to beat them. Uh, 
No. Uh, it's, no. It's a rivalry, no, it's a rivalry game. Go ahead. It's a rivalry you, game. You tell me Spencer Rattler has a chance in hell. You tell me right now. The Here, you know what, Johnson? I'll tell you this. Say, it's the, a rivalry game. It's possible. That's Johnson, all I'm saying. Here's what I'm going to say. The last two lines of defense are Syracuse and potentially North Carolina the ACC championship game. Other than that, Clemson yeah, has a fucking cakewalk to the college football playoffs. If you, said okay. that, if, I, if you said that five years ago, someone would laugh at you. And I, I hate to and tell you, that's exactly what it is. Clemson right now is in line to make it. The only two hopes are Syracuse and North Carolina. I would have said Notre Dame if they didn't just lose to goddamn Stanford. They're not beating Clemson. <laughs> There's no Bro, way. You don't think Stanford's a good football They program? were one in four. No, they are no, not. Uh, this doing a shout out Ryan Hicks. He had to hear about in the podcast. One in four. Um, Jesus. I'm in a hypothetical world. I think it's possible. Do I think it's likely? No. But do I think it's possible? No, you're getting they the do SEC it? championship winner, the Big Ten championship winner, Clemson, and then you're getting a second SEC team. That's the top four. I'm saying it now, and that's it. You're not getting three SEC teams. I mean, they dropped Clemson down for a fucking win in the game, for fuck's sake. Because Michigan and Tennessee beat two ranked teams. I mean, I would take – I still probably wouldn't have moved uh, – Michigan deserved to move up. Anyway. Michigan beat a top 10 team. I don't care if – I don't care if they're fake top 10 or not. They were top 10 going into the game. I mean, wasn't Florida State ranked going into the game? No. Week? Hell no. A few weeks they ago. Were play- don't get me wrong. They were playing good. That doesn't mean that they deserve to be ranked. All right. But besides, that, that's but the, that, just... it's the sad truth. The only chance Clemson doesn't make it is, is if they lose one game. And Syracuse and North Carolina are going to be the only chances that happens. And if they find a way to lose a game, who's well, your then fourth? That, I don't know. It may be TCU. Uh, TCU's TC... not winning out. I'm telling you that right now. You don't know. No, I'm, I'm telling you that right now. They're probably losing this week to Kansas State. No. That, that's fine. I think it, TCU just has more offensive firepower than Kansas State does. That's fair. But, but if, if you're going to pick one game they lose to, it's at Texas. That's, that's, the, only, also that's the only game, game I will And take. the Big 12. And they could lose to Oklahoma State in the Big so, 12 championship. Speaking of they losers did. in the Big 12, let's talk about the battle of the losers, WVU beating Baylor. Uh, Baylor losing the toilet bowl. Wait, wait. Toilet Bowl? Hold on, it ain't a Toilet Bowl. Wait. There's still fucking Iowa State in that conference. Wait, wait, wait. we're talking about West Virginia? <laughs> Why? We got to, we got to talk about it. He's back. Because. Why? I'm here. Everybody else is going to get a shout out. I want my Mountaineers. Yeah, because our teams actually are ranked and are actually in contention for something. Blow me. That's a big what? fucking what? win for the program. Blow you? What? Oh, yeah, a big win because you now you're three wins away from being bowl eligible? Hey. Hey, what? Leave them alone. No. There's, you know what? I can't Fuck wait it. for them to make a bowl game I'm and they rehire bla- Neil Brown. I can't wait. You know what? Make a bowl say, game. Go right ahead. I'm going to say something blasphemous here. Oh, no. Don't even say it. Don't say They're going to win now. They're going to be TCU. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Sure, sure, sure. They're beating see, TCU. I, yeah, uh-huh. I'm calling it now. Yeah. They're going to lose that game by a million, but I am, I'm living right, on the hell. They're winning that game. So, so set your calendars. Make a bookmark. November first is with I the hope David. Max we will shoot that podcast. Tuesday, November first, first podcast of the month of November is when we could talk about that game. TCU uh, versus West Virginia. I AKA think it's losing to West Virginia. I have never wanted to root for the Horn Frogs more than in my entire life than this game. 
I'm on it. Who's going to be playing this week? Uh, Lee, Texas Tech. Texas Tech. Go Red Raiders. Fuck you. I hope Clemson annihilates I'm going you. to. I don't care. At least we lose to a good team. Mm, so yeah, you're right. We spoke you're going to lose to Notre Dame anyway, so it doesn't Probably. matter. Probably. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. And I said they would. You can even and, quote me. I literally, Jonathan, did I not say that Syracuse would probably lose to Notre Dame? I can't say for sure. You said that, but I know we had an in-depth conversation going over Syracuse's schedule. If they don't win, yeah, the, it's not pretty. Next game, they were probably gonna lose a couple of games. I know that for a fact. I don't care. They're six and zero. And if you don't lose them, if you win one more game the rest of the season, are you happy? If it's a I bowl mean, game, sure. I mean, I mean, I mean, I'm, 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 I'm sorry. The, the, the team that's in the bowl game already um, doesn't know where you're talking from. Uh, it's okay, Nick. Enjoy your one year of success and then fall back to where, where you act as if you won a Big Twelve championship. No, they haven't. They so keep why are you talking? Because they keep losing at Oklahoma. Has, at least Johnson, he is the only one here that can brag because his team's won something. It, bro, I mean, West Virginia just keeps running into Oklahoma. Yeah, but we just got some Virginia just back. keeps running into play. breaking people's hearts and doing this every year. Yeah, that's what they do best. But but then you people buy back into it. Yeah, always will. Once a mountain year, always a mountain You really year. said that they're going to be TCU. I, I, I need to be TCU. episode of the podcast is when we're going to discuss that game. I quite Ooh, literally need a beer after that statement. They're going to do it. It's going I, to so, happen. So, since you guys are fighting about WVU and Syracuse, let's go over Syracuse. Syracuse and yeah, let's talk about a team that's actually winning, you know, big-time games. Can't wait Syracuse. to get blown the fuck out. I don't care. They won the game. They beat a ranked team this week. Have you guys been a ranked team this season? Uh, we're about to. Syracuse in the Carrot Dome wins 24 9 versus Man, visiting this NC goddamn State. Takes, I swear to Syracuse God. Syracuse going 6 0 for the first time since 1987. Almost 40, uh, 35 years. We'll make it accurate. First time in 35 years. Syracuse beating NC State at home. I'm not going to lie. I saw the spread. It was minus 3.5. Syracuse said, oh, that is the biggest trap game of all time. I thought NC State was going to go in there and absolutely kick the shit out of Syracuse. Nick, I'm wrong about that, so I will apologize. Well, How's it feel so far? Well, you have to remember, NC State had a new quarterback this week. Their starting quarterback is out for the season now. So that's also... You know why the line didn't shouldn't have been really that close, considering the fact that they had a quarterback change. Um, I'm gonna pl- just play up straight and simple. It wasn't a pretty win because Garrett Schrader, who has been great for us this season, did not play good. He made some really inaccurate throws, really bad decisions, had two interceptions on the day, but he still made the throws necessary to need to win the game. He had a great game from Oronde Gadsen, 141 yards and two touchdowns, and Sean Tucker. Continuing to prove why he's why he's one of the best backs in the nation. So kind of like Shaq at the free throw line, absolutely horrid all game long. But the second it actually mattered, he actually started making passes that counted. I mean, yeah, I mean, he had like I said, he made some really questionable throws that we saw from last season's team, and last season's team, you know, not a good season. He's made some great decisions this season, but you know, you started to see some of those bad throws this this week. Now. I will say this. He cannot do that this week against Clemson because he's going to no. get torn apart if that happens. No. Syracuse needs to play their best offense and defense. They cannot lean on – they've been kind of leaning on, okay, the offense has been good this week, the defense has been good this week. No, they need to commit. They need it has to play to be a, full, yeah, it has to be a full four quarters of football. Effort. They cannot – they can't half half ass this. Are they at Clemson or are they home? They're at Clemson. Is they definitely Clemson. can't half ass this. 
Um, what's actually nice to see the carrier dome, or it's not the carrier dome, I think it's the JMA wireless dome, whatever it yeah. is nowadays. Almost 50,000 people in there. Now, when's the last time Syracuse football almost it, packed that thing out? It's been a while. I couldn't even tell you off the top of my head. So people are buying in. The people living in Syracuse, the alumni, the, fa- the fan base, they're buying into this team, which is really great to see. It's going to put money into the state of New York and the surrounding areas. Um, Local businesses are going to get an influx when when the college town starts to win and people flood in, everybody wins. I mean, yeah. I mean, and think about it this way. If they were to go to Death Valley and somehow, someway knock off Clemson, they're in the top 10 next week. Yeah, I'm not going to well, debate that. I think yeah, they can be... Uh, they they have, there's literally no argument to them not being in the top 10. No, I, I agree. Uh, I think Clemson would probably drop down to maybe 9 in Syracuse and move to 8, depending on the rest of the... Yeah. Uh, I mean, you got UCLA and Oregon. One of them's going to cancel out each other for sure. Yes. Um, and I'm thinking about the rest of the top ten this week. I mean, I can I can tell you. Yeah, who that, that's be Oklahoma State and Texas, Wake Forest, which probably could beat Boston College. I'm sorry, that's thirteen. Uh, no, T- TCU's got might... Kansas State. Ole, Ole Miss has got a tough game with LSU. Um, Bam and Mississippi State, but that's about it. Realistically. It's definitely possible. Uh, if Kansas State and uh, and LSU both pull off upsets and then UCLA and Oregon cancel each other out, yeah, I could definitely see Syracuse moving in that top 10 spot. Is it going to happen, Nick? Probably not. I would it, 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 It's going to take a miracle. Um, I'm not, I'm not going to be like Grayson and just say some blasphemy and say they're going to beat TCU. I'm not saying they're going to beat Clemson. I think they could keep it close. But I don't like their chances, especially so, as a road game. If, if it was a home game, game, it might be a little bit. Satisfied? Yeah, because again, I didn't expect a six and zero start and be the fourteenth ranked team in the country coming into the season. No, I don't think I was did. hoping to just win six games to make a bowl game. That's your hope every year as a Syracuse fan. You're just hoping to make a bowl game. Yeah, and this time they might get an actual bowl. They might get an actual bowl on New Year's. So who? Uh, I mean, if they keep playing know. like this, yeah. I don't know. I, listen, I guess, like we've said, the schedule does not get easier. The game against Clemson, the home against Notre Dame, I know on paper Notre Dame doesn't look that good this season. They will definitely give Syracuse a run for their money. They're at Pitt, home against Florida State, who's giving team troubles, at Wake Forest, and then Boston College, you would think should be a winnable game, but who knows. And yeah, college football is crazy this game, it, it definitely should be Boston College. Boston College is not good. They haven't been good in... Probably since they left the Big East, to be honest with you. I don't think Boston College has been good since they left the Big I East. Like so. they, were, they were good recently when they had, um, uh, who was it, the former Giants, Andre Williams, I think his name was? I mean, uh, actual sustained success, though. Oh, well, yeah, no. Yeah, it's been a while. Yeah, I don't, they haven't That's been good in a minute. Like Doug Flu- I think Doug Flutie. Yeah, it's uh, they haven't been good in a minute. Um, Yeah, we'll see. I mean, it's definitely my game to watch this week. I think out of all the games, I mean, other than the UCLA and Oregon game, this is probably the biggest game on the schedule for this week. It's a noon game also. So if you're able to catch Clemson off guard early, because listen, the last time I remember Syracuse was in this position where they were ranked going into Clemson, they had a chance to knock Clemson off. I remember they knocked Trevor Lawrence out of the game. They had a chance to win. They had a double-digit lead. They should have won the game. And they let Clemson come back and win the game. And realistically, that was when Syracuse momentum started to dip. They haven't been ranked. I don't think they've been ranked since that game. And, you know, if they're able to pick up the momentum that they've been having the entire season, and if they, you know, get a full game out of their entire team, like you said earlier, where 
It can't be offense this week, defense the next week. If they just get a full combined maximum effort, I don't know. You could see a major upset this week, but I'm not going to get my hopes up for it. So rounding up the top 25 recap, Utah with the upset over USC. I thought last week I stand corrected once again. <laughs> yeah. USC was going to roll Utah. I thought Utah was fake. Uh, apparently making me eat my world words and winning at the last possible second. Definitely a crazy game. Went into the wee hours of the morning on the East Coast. I can't believe they won 43-42. I don't know I mean, what the, happened there in the, in the fourth quarter of the USC. The, you know, it's it, you're right. I mean, the USC defense, let's just face facts. They You, you can tell Lincoln Raleigh is a former Big 12 coach because their defense, it was not there. And you're right. USC started this game off strong. They had a two-possession lead at one point in the second quarter. Looked like they were going to cruise to a win. But they let Cameron Rising and these Utah Utes come back into the game. They tied it. They, you know, gave, gave up a touchdown with six minutes left to be trailing by by a touchdown. But heads up job by Utah. They get a touchdown with 48 seconds left. And they pull the Brian Dable from, you know, the week one with the Giants. They decide to go for a two-point conversion after the touchdown. Because you got to think about it. What's to lose? You already have two losses on the season. You really cannot afford to lose another game in the Pac-12. So they said, you know what? We're going to push all our chips to the table. This is it. This is our chance to stay alive for the Pac-12 championship. If we lose, then we lose. If we win, great for us because we're still alive. And what do they do? They get the two-point conversion. They get the monster win over USC. Probably end USC's chances of making the college football playoff. And and the hindsight, they keep their chances alive for winning the Pac-12 potentially, despite a second loss already in the season. Yeah, I yeah, I think USC, this is probably the end of the... I don't want to say the end of their season, but they need to win out now. They, they could afford no more mistakes. This is it. USC needs to run the table from here on out if they want to make a chance of making the college football playoffs. Yeah, absolutely. USC, upcoming schedule, not looking too terrible because remember, it is the Pac-12. Uh, they're going to be playing Arizona, California, Colorado. Both those game, All those games should be easy wins. Their next three are very... Then, they're all winnable. Then they're ending the season at UCLA and versus Notre Dame. Now, they should be Notre Dame because, like I said, if Stanford could be Notre Dame on the road, USC with a home game against Notre Dame, they should win that game, no problem. The UCLA game is going to be very interesting because I still don't know how to really monitor the UCLA team because they're just such a weird team. They kind of feel like a Penn State to me where, do I really know if they're a top 10 team right now? I can't tell. But they're six and zero, so you have to give them credit for what they've done so far. USC, I mean, they still have a, a like I said, it's a very outside chance of making the playoff. But it would have to be like that scenario we talked about earlier, where a lot of chaos happens for them to get back into right. it. A lot of teams have to lose; they no longer control their own destiny. No, it is what it is. Now, Nick, before we do end the podcast, at least this portion of the show, I do want to do a college football preview for next week. I'm going to yep. give you rapid fire. Uh, give me your response first, and I'll give my response. Who's going to win the upcoming week? Syracuse versus Clemson. Clemson. I hate myself. I hope Syrac- I hope I mushed myself and Syracuse wins this game. I do think I'm going to agree with you. I think Clemson wins this. I think they win by about a touchdown. The line is saying about 13 and a half points. There's just too much star power on Clemson. For Clemson, I would say take the Q's points all day long. I don't know if I'd take Q's money line, but definitely the points. I think think they'll keep it close, but I I, I just don't think they have enough star power to beat a team like Clemson. But maybe maybe, maybe I just jinx Clemson. Maybe I just help Syracuse win. 
Because if now, you see my pick shots, they don't they don't really work. So maybe now, maybe I know something. Now for the trap game of the week, we have Ole Miss going into LSU, five and two LSU and undefeated Ole Miss. I'm going to say actually favorites I'm gonna going say to Bon awesome. Rouge in Tiger Stadium. I'm going to say go Tigers. I'm going to take the points. I'm going to take LSU money line. I'm a I'm a, I'm right there. I'm taking LSU. I, I don't believe in this Ole Miss team. I just I just don't. This is a trap game beyond belief. They're going into LSU. LSU is coming off a monster win, too. They just went into Florida and knocked off the Gators. Ole Miss struggled with Auburn this weekend. Auburn is one, really one of the worst offenses in the SEC, in my opinion. And they gave up 34 points to them. They had to score 48 points just to win that game. I think they're still riding a wave of momentum. I think LSU's going to win this game, though. I, I, LSU, something tells me it. We kind of wrote them off when they hosted Tennessee a couple yeah. weeks ago. Now we can kind of say, okay, well, if LSU lost to Alabama 40-13, to you'd be okay with that. It would, actually, I think every LSU fan, I don't want to say would be thrilled with it. But Especially they, when you're in a rebuilding year, yeah. I think they would that. understand that. So, But now Tennessee, we know Tennessee right now is at least better than Alabama. I think we can kind of put more faith into this Tigers team. I mean, look at listen. Brian Kelly's looking for that signature win. You you know, right as of right now, it's that Florida game. But I think it's going to be this game here. I think they upset at Ole Miss. I'm going to agree with you. So we're on page. We're, so we're, we probably right now, just jinxed LSU, but I don't care. We probably did too. We probably we're probably two for two in agreeing and two overall. But oh well. UCLA yeah. at Oregon, number nine versus number ten. Ooh. Spread for the game currently, as of recording this, is Oregon minus six. I I just don't know what this UCLA team is. I still think they're very weird. They have been playing great. They have a big win against Utah, and Utah just beat U- USC. So I mean, it's definitely now a better win on paper. At the end of the day, I want to pick Oregon to win just due to the fact that it is a home game for the Ducks. And we know that they packed the house really loud for when they're at Eugene. I think the narrative of Bo Nix playing against you know these top ten teams, I think we'll finally start to see that narrative go away. I think he'll have a monster game, and I think the Ducks will come out with a huge win. I listen, Nick. We are agreeing right now. I'm also gonna take Oregon. This is the first. I, I don't. I this is yeah. This is crazy. This is right definitely now. first. But going with the uh, we have that one spicy pick. We both agree LSU is gonna win, and now we both and agree that. Clemson's going to win, and Oregon's going to win. I'm going to take the Ducks as well. Uh, early season struggles versus Georgia. I don't trust UCLA. I'm going to take Oregon here. Well, Can we go 4-4? Four for four? Next game, Texas versus OK State. Ooh, now, this... before, before I give you uh, or you give me your answer here, yeah. uh, it's Texas going into Oklahoma State. Correct. Oklahoma State is a – actually is They're a, a road under – They're a, a half, uh... Underdog, home underdog, which is kind of crazy. That's rare. The Texas Longhorn fan base does travel, and they do travel well. So I can kind of see a lot of fans coming in from Austin in the Oklahoma State. For this I don't. Game. I don't know. This is another game where like it's weird on paper because you would think Oklahoma State, after being undefeated, they lose a heartbreaker last weekend. You would think that they're going to want to come after this game and they're going to want to, you know, knock Texas out and make a statement. I just think on paper Texas has a better team. I just think all around Bijan Robinson's one of the best backs. If not, I think he's the best running back in college football right now. You know, Texas I think has a lot of things going for them. They got a nice one against Iowa State this week. They've won three in a row. I'm gonna. I I'm not. I don't know if I would take. If I was gonna bet this game, I don't think I would take the spread, but I would take Texas to win the game. I think Texas is gonna win. 
Interesting, interesting. Okay, so you think I Texas think is going to win I, I think this is where we start to turn. Okay, so this I think, is where... I think, a, I think a field goal win for Texas, yes. Okay, I'm going to say again, Texas is not back. <laughs> there it is. It's the worst team in the state of Texas. Uh, they're going to go in the boom pick the and They're going to go to Stillwater. There's Texas And Oklahoma State's going to have a big, big comeback, uh, bounce back victory, excuse me. And they're going to absolutely crush Texas. I'm going to take, I would take Oklahoma State money line in this, and I would just even forget the points. So I think it's fair. I think I, I will say plus six or minus six, I should say, for Texas. I don't think that's a good line at all. I think they're a field goal favorite at best. If they're going to win, if they're going to make them a favorite for this game, I just think that's a, I didn't think that was wild that they have Texas as a, as a road favorite against a team that's on the outside of the top 10. All right, Nick. We have our first disagreement there. At that least was bound to happen episode. with Texas. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm never taking Texas. I'm always no, going to take Texas. Except for, again, Mississippi except, State except for going into Alabama, Bryant Denny Stadium in Tuscaloosa. Alabama, 21 point favorites, looking to bounce back from that heartbreaker versus Tennessee. Give me your thoughts. Uh, my thoughts for this game take the over. <laughs> take I don't care what the over is for this game you take it you take it anyway over the 61 right. points yeah take it right now just hammer it Mississippi yeah, State I, is that good of an offensive team I understand they struggled last week with Kentucky but the way this Alabama defense has been playing as of late I just don't think they're going to be able to stop a Mississippi State error rate attack Alabama defense couldn't stop a cold right now this they is not. absolutely atrocious they've been giving up points to the worst team Offensive team in at least Power Five in Texas A&M, and they gave up forty plus points to ten, fifty plus points, excuse me, to Tennessee, and they gave up and twenty six to Arkansas too. Yeah, this is not a good te- Alabama defense right now. They're definitely banged up. They're hurting right now. If I had I'm to gonna, pick a, f- I, I, I'm still gonna pick Alabama here. I'm picking. Alabama. I'll pick an Alabama. I'll give you. I'll even give you a final score. I think the final score of this game is gonna be like I would say. I'd say like fifty two thirty five. They get 45-28 Alabama. Okay, okay. So we're thinking that they're going to win by about two the, touchdowns. The over is definitely going to hit. I think Mississippi State is just that good of an offensive team for them not to score points. Yeah, we, no, I completely agree with you. It, it just sucks because I like Mississippi State on paper. I just don't think they're there yet to compete with teams like Alabama and Georgia and the SEC. But they're going to put up points for sure. It's bound to happen. All right, Nick. So it looks like we are five out of six so far. Yeah, five out of six. We've All right, can we, go six, can we go six out Besides of seven? Game. Final game, Kansas State going back to, I'm sorry, going to the great state of Texas at TCU, going to Fort Worth. Uh, Kansas State is a three-and-a-half-point underdog here. TCU is at home, undefeated TCU versus 5-1 Kansas State. Um, we differentiate here. Uh, once again, take the over. <laughs> over 56 and a half for anyone who is listening right now. 100% take the over. You have two of the best quarterbacks. These two quarterbacks are both in the Heisman can. Like, they're both the Heisman candidates for a reason. Adrian Martinez has been unbelievable. Max Duggan has been unbelievable. Not only because they can throw the ball, they can run the ball. So you know damn well there's going to be points aplenty in this game. Now... What I will say is, at the end of the day, I think TCU on paper is the better team, but I do see why it's a three-point game because Kansas City has looked very good this season. You know, obviously, they had a weird loss against Tulane, but look at Tulane. They're ranked right now, so maybe that was a good loss in in hindsight. They knocked off Oklahoma, got a nice one against Texas Tech, and then, you know, a sloppy game against Iowa State, but they won. TCU riding a wave of momentum. They beat three ranked teams in a row. 
Make it four. I think they're going to win this game. You think, uh, okay. So this is my logic and this is my logic alone. I think TCU had a very big win last week and they're going to suffer a hangover. And I'm going to take Kansas State here. I'm going to take Kansas State. They have that one loss, like you said, to Tulane, which looked horrid at the beginning of the year. But Tulane's been carrying the weight right now. They're They're ranked 25th in the country. You know, but no, but not a slouch, even though they're not power five. It's not a slouch of a team. I think Kansas State gets the upset here. I mean, yeah, I mean, I'll go into the top 25 poll quick. I mean, I just want to talk about that before we wrap up this part of the conversation. I mean, we obviously had the big shakeup with Tennessee is now the third ranked team. They basically swap with Alabama. Alabama drops to six. Michigan now goes into the top four. Clemson drops to five, even though Clemson did get a win. On paper, it's a six point win for Clemson, but. They had the game basically in hand throughout the entire game. They got a couple of late touchdowns for Florida State to make it a little bit closer. Clemson's still in that race. Ole Miss moves up. TCU moves up. Oregon, UCLA, we talked about that matchup. They're both in the top 10. They play each other this weekend. That's going to be a monster game, not only for the Pac-12, but for the college football playoff. So, I mean, huge, huge implications there. Um, we also have teams like USC fall into 12. Oklahoma State fall into 11. And, you know, the ACC starting to emerge with Wake Forest. My Orangemen are at 14. I'm praying they beat Clemson, but I don't like our chances. But we'll see. Utah moves up. Penn State falls. Some new teams as well. We see, can't you know, we, not Kansas State. We see Cincinnati, uh, North Carolina, Tulane. I mean, some crazy sequences that have happened this year and some wild games that we've happened. And it's only... It's only going to be better from on here. I mean, we're only in – we've only gone past week seven. Now we're going into week eight. I mean, you got to love what this college football season has given us, and there's still a lot to go. Still haven't hit, you know, most of the conference you know, schedules these this season, and now we're going to get ready potentially almost for the, you know, conference championship week, which is always a great week to watch. But that is going to do it for our college football wrap-up. Another crazy week. I'm sure next week will be even crazier, but who knows? We now get into a little bit later on the show. We'll talk about a big, another great week in the NFL. Another, you know, crazy ALDS and the NLDS in the MLB. And we will first now talk about the National Basketball Association. The NBA is kicking off tonight. We will preview who we think are going to make the playoffs and who are our favorites for the MVP. Once again, I am Nick Colonna. This is also Andrew Johnson and Gracie Grayson, sorry, Sheepy Jean Marita with the All Gas No Break Sports Show.